This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Welcome to the last podcast of the year and the last of a season of shows that has gone on for over six years. Welcome also, Dave and Judy, for joining me on this last show. Hello, Benny. Hello, Benny. I am very grateful to all of the co-hosts over the years, Devin, Leslie, of course, you guys, and the many others that have graced me with their presence. I'm not sure what is about to happen here today, but let's get to it. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog. I hope I have helped you demystify your dog's behavior so that you get the very best from your dog training. I am Benny Copeland, trainer of people, behaviorist to the dogs, and just like you, the listener, Dave, Judy, and I are dog Dog lovers. lovers. Yes, we are. Just when we get good with that, you're ending it. I know, right? So you should have been around five years ago. Hell yeah. Two shows ago, Tam interviewed me and I asked about the future of DYD, Discover Your Dog. Last week, I talked about my history and the past that led me to dog training. I have no clue what is about to happen today, as I said before. Dave, what do you think? Well, I actually, you mentioned this a couple days ago or a week ago, and I was thinking about what should this finale, the final episode, be about? And The first thing I was thinking, because it's the end of an era or end of your show, maybe we should talk about our dogs. We have two senior dogs, but the end is kind of sad. And so they've made it this long. And so let's not talk about the end. (laughs) Well, yeah, I don't want to talk about the end of the dogs. I mean, obviously, dogs do live shorter lives, but um, yeah, you know, it's been it's been a great run. I've loved doing this. I have shows on just about anything you can imagine. It's so funny. There are many times where we would go, I mean, talk about it for a week and not come up with a subject that I haven't already touched on or whatever. I think we've even repeated a few of them, like the dog etiquette one and stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, it's been a long time. I've really enjoyed doing it. But let's end this thing right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. 
He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. So, Dave, do you remember in 2012 when the world was supposed to end? I mean, some people said that the Mayans predicted the end of the world, and some people just said that their calendar ended. Either way, the irony of that is that it was December 21st, 2012. Today, we are recording, is December 21st, 2021. And even though it seems that the Discover Your Dog World is ending, I hope, just as the Mayans had it wrong, that we're just really on a slight pause. Pause. Slight pause. (laughs) P-A-W-S. Yeah, Yeah, there's, um, and I had talked a couple weeks ago with Tam, and she kind of did an interview style show and asked them questions like, what's in the future and things like that. And I have these other projects that I think I briefly talked to you guys about. I'm not really going to release any kind of information about that. But the truth is, I always am going to talk about dogs. I'm always going to, um, you know, I can be on the on on the street and someone asks me or find out I'm a dog trainer and, you know, they ask me a question and I'm going to talk about it. I love it. It's what I love to do. And, you know, I've really appreciated that you guys have been a big part of that. How many shows did you say, Judy, that y'all have been? I thought it was 25 or maybe, I don't know, maybe more. We'll yeah. have to count. I mean, think about that, though. 25 coming out every week, that's... That's six months. I mean, that's over half a year anyway. Um, that's uh, definitely more than I've had any, you know, one guest other than. Oh, believe me, it's on my resume. Yeah, Along good. With canning beer, it's <laughs> canning, on there. Canning beer, and yeah, I even talked. I even talked about uh, yes, or in last week's episode that's coming out um, tomorrow. Actually, I uh, talked about doing the Music City Brew tours and how there was this part of the show that became talking about beer you know, even, uh, in that process too. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's all part of my life. You know, the neat thing, and I was watching an episode of Seinfeld the other day, um, which is, I think on Netflix or Hulu, but, uh, they're talking about how the show evolved on Seinfeld. And so George was pitching, Hey, let's have a show about nothing. And really this show hasn't been about nothing. It's been about a lot of topics, but, what I realized was Seinfeld, it's really about that crew of friends' lives. That's what each episode is about. And so we've had, if you kind of morph that into our experience with dogs, a lot of the episodes that Judy and I have been on, it's we saw this in the park or we saw this in the farmer's market, and then we would bring it to you and talk about it. So it's been kind of neat to bring our lives with dogs and animals into the show. Yeah, and, and um, the really interesting part is that we met through beer, yeah, Judy. Right. How did how did we meet, Judy? We met at uh, Honky Tonk. Yeah, well, not just Honky Tonk. Oh yeah, Honky a Tonk. Beer, beers before that, and then all of a sudden you're at Honky Tonk. We're like, okay, we need to know you. Right. So it was like the third brewery in a row, or or two two weekends in a row that we ran into each other in uh, different breweries. And um, you were bringing your dog with you. Uh, I know at Honky Tonk, they allow you to bring your dog. So you were bringing your dog with you. So it just kind of morphed into that as well. Um, Of course, uh, with 
allegedly at Honky Tonk, they allow you to bring your dog. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> so, um, and many of the other breweries, obviously too. I mean, there's a lot of times when we talk about going to meet, we, we make yeah. that a part of it. Um, you and I playing disc golf and, uh, I remember last time I just let go of the leash yeah. and beans. Uh, well, you were there no, on one of them, one of them yeah. but the other one, I literally let go of the leash about what, six holes or so. So if you're ever playing disc golf in Nashville and you see a couple guys with a, a little Jack Russell Terrier off leash, you'll know it's us. Yeah. Chasing your Frisbee or chasing your disc all around. So, um, but yeah, so it's interesting to go through the process. And also, you, you've you never hired me to train you. So it's not something that you've gone through my training and you understand the training and stuff. So a lot of these questions were really great because it wasn't coming from the perspective that I've already showed you or taught you something. This is now something that you're asking these questions because you want to know. And um, not that you've ever used any of my advice ever, Actually, <laughs> we have. And, and the biggest thing, two things that I took away was when you have a dog on leash, the thought that the dog can feel the tension in, in, your, your, in the yeah. leash. And so you can kind of create action and energy you that you may not want. anxiety in the dog just by the way you're holding the leash. And the second thing really quick was um, <laughs> the reinforcement. So catch them doing something right versus everybody does reinforcement when they're doing something wrong, which just reinforces the wrong behavior. Right. And that's the, you know, I mean, that's the big premise of my training is to get your dog to make the choice or see your dog make the choice that you want and then give positive, pleasing, loving attention. And it's true. I think that most of us have that mentality where we only react to the things that we need to fix or we don't like. Um, and, you know, it's a great way to think about life other than that. Um, also, you said uh, with the energy, that's one of my theories. It's also in my book, um, Family Dog Fusion is that the leash is the conductor of your energy is the way that I put it in the book and the way I talk about that theory. And I do believe that, um, you know, if you're going to be tense, they're going to be tense. Uh, I always say resistance creates resistance, you know, so if you're pulling on the leash, they're going to pull on the leash, you know, things like that. Uh, so yeah. And of course my training is all on leash training. Um, Sunshine is such a good dog. You don't always have to have her on the leash. She's going to be with you wherever you are. Um, it's not that I advocate that, uh, but I definitely am always looking toward like not having to worry that my dog's not on the leash, that, you know, she's going to run off or that she's going to attack another dog or, you know, do those things. And I did have that. Uh, I, I had that issue with Oz for his life, you know, so it was very important to me for Beans to be, you know, in situations and and I take her and put her in a lot more situations where she can be social and do those things. But you guys have done that as well. You know, you've, you've take her everywhere and she really enjoys going with you and doing those things. And I think it's going to be interesting sometime in the future when we have another dog, which will always have dogs, us going through the training of a new dog because we've had her for 13 years and our other dogs kind of trained her. So we haven't really been through the rigors of training a dog. So it's going to be really interesting and hopefully your podcast stay posted because I'm sure we're going to use a lot of the lessons. Oh, definitely. Definitely going to stay posted. And not only that, one of my, one of my ideas, and I'm not going to say that this is going to happen for sure, but one of my ideas is to do a seasonal podcast where I see most of the podcasts going is they're usually doing anywhere from six to 10 episodes 
um, in a season. So they start like in August and end in December or something like that. And they'll do them every two weeks. And um, just like a season of shows on, you know, on uh, most of the TV um, networks and things. Um, If I do it that way, one of the things that would be great is to sit down and have an interview process about the new puppy, you know, stuff that you go through and, and more talk about that whole experience with someone that, you know, has just gotten a new puppy and going through that process, not me. Cause you know, I go through the process and I know what I'm, I'm getting into. Um, although I don't feel like I really did with beans. <laughs> she <Yeah>. was nuts. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, so if I was able to do, and I, and I'm thinking about like doing interviews with people, there's a couple people that I've talked to, um, like that have written books and children's books and, and things like that, that I would really love to sit down and have, um, a good long conversation. So they're like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour long rather than, you know, just the 15 minute, um, little segments here. And then it's only a series of shows. Excellent. Well, and if you ever want to do, you know, some shows from different locations and you need to do a little bit of research, maybe on like European dogs or anything, yeah. business expenses, you know. Yeah, right off to Italy on your. Uh, yeah, there you go. Absolutely. You know, and, and that would be interesting, too, to go talk to maybe a veterinarian or someone in the dog industry there. Oh, you know, yeah. remember when we uh, ran across the lady or the agility course? Yes. And I made you guys stop and we all had to go stop and talk to yeah. the lady and I gave her cards and. And said, hey, I'm writing off this day of the trip. <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, that was fun. And to see that there, I mean, even in Italy and, you know, I know this stuff's all over the world. But, you know, the perspective changes when you get to see. And the lady didn't understand one lick of English. It was That's so what fun. makes the interview so good. You said you're going to interview a vet over there, but he'll speak 100% Italian. No, no, no. And- Our vet is uh, it's a woman and she is. She speaks yeah, she's English. Great, she's, actually, yeah, yeah, she's very, very good. And we also have a... Um, uh, a vet there that specializes in skeletal, you know, the um, arthritic portion of it. So they had some really good advice for us when we were there. Chiropractor to the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good. Well, that is definitely, um, you know, something for in the future. That would be fun. Uh, you know, it really, this is very mobile. Um, I just have not, you know, wanted to pack it all up and, and take it anywhere. I thought I was going to be going over to Tam's house with all the equipment today. She had something going on and um, ended up that I didn't have to. So, um, yeah, I mean, that would be a fun, you know, something to look forward to, to do something and, you know, just so very different. Plus what I feel like with a series of shows and, you know, I may be getting ahead of myself is that gives me an opportunity to actually research the topic. What I felt like with a lot of these topics is I was researching it, you know, that morning, you know, so here I am recording a show at, you know, nine thirty, ten o'clock in the morning. And I got up at, you know, seven o'clock and started doing research on some of the shows. Um, you know, Tam asked me the question, like, what's the most interesting things that you've learned? And those were things that I got up and I started researching. I was like, oh my God. And I would research it more even afterwards, you know, and, and, uh, just those few little things. And also, you know, the stuff that's reinforced in my training. I wouldn't sell yourself short though. You know, you're talking about doing the research. You also live dog training. I mean, think about how many hours you're around dogs and you see the behaviors and you see the corrections of the missteps. And so there's a, a lot of depth, I think, to what you're saying. Oh, yeah. I, and I mean, for the most part, I never have to research it. <laughs> you know, I don't have to talk about anything. Um, for the most part, I already know what I'm going to say. But it was things like um, uh, uh, colorblind. Like, I always thought a dog was colorblind. So, I, 
you know, researching those type of things, the veterinarian type things or medical things or things that I don't really know about. Those are the things that I would research. What it give me an opportunity because I wouldn't even still want to do a show where I was talking about it because I never could talk about it with the experience of it. If But if I had a veterinarian that talked about, like you just said, um, chiropractic medicine. Um, I had a, a doctor on, uh, Dr. Mark Smith, um, and he talked about Eastern medicine. And he does a lot of um, Eastern type medicine and, and uh, foods and things like that. And he, he did a podcast for a short while. I don't know if he still does it. But to have that and be able to research like not not what I'm looking for but what questions to ask like what would someone really be interested in and what would be interesting in the future for people did they do acupuncture for dogs absolutely do I mean I believe in that science I yeah. think it's a science he's um, definitely he's definitely someone you could talk to he's over in, he's way down in Franklin um he's got a clinic just for um, equine or for horses yeah. and then he's got a clinic um, a holistic clinic clinic for dogs this uh what judy was saying when we were in italy so sunshine she's a 13 year old lab she's not big she's about 55 four pounds but she's in pretty good shape it's a really good shape but her so. back legs like every you know kind of giving out and this particular veterinarian just happened to be in our office in italy and so and this is what happens in italy all the time he's like sure i'll take a look at her and it didn't charge us anything. And he actually took his hands and went along the spine of her back all the way down and spent probably five minutes with her feeling her spine. And then he came back to us and basically said, yeah, there's a little bit of misalignment, but it's not significant enough. He's like, I could do something, et cetera, et cetera. So it was, it was a really interesting visit that wasn't really planned. We just happened to be in there. And then of course it's like, well, do we owe you anything? And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, all I did was feel the dog's spine and you don't owe me anything. So a couple things. It was just, it was interesting to have somebody actually do that kind of like a chiropractor would do here. And then just him give us some, you know, friendly advice from his thoughts. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's what we, you know, all want that from someone. We want someone that we feel comfortable when we go in and we're talking to. And, and, uh, I think that, you know, maybe even doing some shows like that would help in, in all different aspects, not just, not just veterinarian. So you said veterinarian, do you ever see the uh, commercial where the girl goes, I don't eat meat. I'm a veterinarian. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, yeah, grooming, daycare. Like I know a lot of people in the daycare business. And man, it would be so amazing to not just have like all the great things that go on, but even some of the back end things, you know, that people are having to go through. Um, I had a kennel for seven years, you know, the ups and downs of just running a kennel and where one of the things that I learned when I was hiring a part-time person or even a full-time person, if the first thing they said is, oh, I just can't wait to do this. I love dogs. I was like, okay, we're done (laughs) because you're not going to love dogs by the time we're done with this. In your first week, you're not going to love dogs. And, um, you know, I work with a lot of rescue places now and um, I'm telling you, these, these kids get in there and really that dogs are a lot of work and especially when you're working with multiple dogs um, you know one dog um, is is a lot of work I mean it's a change in your life you have to be responsible uh, I always make fun because with cat people they can leave their cat yeah. overnight you know they just leave food and a place for it to go to the bathroom but you can't do that with a dog so you have that responsibility of either 
finding a way for it to be cared for or, you know, taking it with you. And, you know, that's a lot of, a lot of the big stuff that we got along with because you take your dog everywhere and you've traveled across and remember the shows we did. I think it's funny that um, people think that you're training the dog and they can just hands, you know, hands off and the dog will do everything they want them to do without them having to do the work. When in reality, you have to work with your own dog to to get them trained to where you want to be. They've got to respect you in, in your commands, correct? Absolutely. And I mean, you got to be respectful too. I mean, it's, I, I even said that about Berkeley, the show I did about Yorkshire Terrier. I said, you know, this little guy, he, he listened to me because I was bigger than him, but he never respected me. But I didn't train in a way that kind of created that too. You know, I didn't train in a way that, that expected him. And, and I've always said, if I knew today what I knew then, that he would have been a very different dog um, as Beans. I think Beans wants to say something. She's yeah, like she's inching trying up to, to, get the up to the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Say your piece, girl. Say your piece. Well, um, is there anything else you guys want to say before we go? I know you had some shout outs. Oh, yeah. You know, a couple of the shout outs I have. Um, one, again, I'm going to go small businesses in Nashville because it's tough um, coming out of COVID for a lot of businesses. Not one in particular, um, but just please support the local folks. And the other thing is the red kettles, the the bell ringers. They're outside of a lot of the stores that I see. If you have an extra dollar or two or some change, put them in the kettle. Um, I think, you know, they go, their particular charity um, is well-respected as far as helping people in the community. And so, you know, that would be a shout out for me. Judy, you got anything to say before we go? Oh, she's shaking her head. No, No, but I'll miss this. Yeah, I'll miss it too. Um, we'll just have to meet and drink beer from now on, I guess, instead of uh, recording a podcast. <laughs> hey, Judy, did you want to finish with the song you suggested? <laughs> was it closing time? She's got a little closing time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, in summary, today, Dave and Judy joined me on my very last show of the year and the season. You heard the random thoughts about shows in the past, present, and possibly the future. And thank you, everyone, for being fantastic listeners, dog lovers, and enjoying the show. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion, and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jainer and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog.